watch Survivor And when the show ends You really wanna talk about it With like-minded friends It might be hard to find some But don't you shed a tear Check out the Purple Rock Podcast And this is what you'll hear John will make some dumb jokes And he likes to yell and curse And if they're not available The backup hosts are so much worse Spend the whole time being jerks Telling you you're wrong And so we got this other jerk To sing you our theme song It's the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast Welcome to the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast This week we are talking Survivor 45, Episode 8 I am, of course, John, and considering that this week's episode of Survivor had a mass hole in danger, I felt it was only right that we start this podcast by putting another mass hole in danger. So welcome to the podcast, Mike Hirsch. Thanks for that wicked awesome introduction, John. Oh, you should have leaned so much hot into your accent. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have enough of one. That's too bad. <laughs> um, first of all, welcome for your first time this season. How did you feel about this episode? Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of giddy off of this episode. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it, it may be one of my favorites of the, well, probably my favorite of the season. Interesting. So for me, this, this like feels like the first step in the like depressing march to the end of the season. Like I just, I think last week I felt there weren't many great options for a winner and i think there was you know the possibility that andy and i discussed last week of like ah this really does feel like that reba four is in control and this week just kind of cemented that for me which is fine like the most enthusiasm i can muster for that is like uh, i guess it, it could be worse like it could be bruce or kendra sure yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, for me, the, the as far as entertainment value of the, this episode, it was there. I was I was entertained at least. I wasn't bored. Um, it's just I think it then got me thinking about the overall arc of the season and how there's just not a lot of great outcomes for me as a viewer. Yeah, I I I I can see that for sure, but I'm I'm trying to take this on an episode by episode basis. Sure. And and was this an entertaining episode? Absolutely it was. And will it have horrible repercussions for the rest of the season? Yeah, probably. But w- I'll worry about that when we get to it. Right now, I'm happy with how it played out. <laughs> and you know what, there've been many seasons in the past where there was just a there was an amazing episode which you were like well that was very fun to watch but now we're doomed (laughs) yeah just torpedoed the entire season yeah uh, i don't think that was quite this one only because you know even there there wasn't there wasn't a lot right even without like (laughs) kelly gone it's not like i was like oh well this could be the season of kelly like (laughs) i'm not gonna be thrilled about that um (laughs) anyway i think what factored a lot into my review of this episode, as I mentioned, is is basically what I feel like we've learned from this episode. And for me, um, it just felt like, man, there was there were so many Drew signs in this episode. Mm. I, Drew signs. I mean, we everywhere. we let off 
the episode with him, you know, doing the confessional about what had happened and the last vote and like his strategy regarding Bruce and how he felt bad about Sifu, that wild card jury member. There's like it built and built throughout the episode. And did you feel like by the end of that episode, it's like, oh man, things look pretty good for Drew. Yeah, everything's coming up Millhouse for Drew. Yep. Um this is the the there's a discrepancy between Drew in his confessionals, which is to me bordering on unbearable, and Drew's actions in the game, which I look at and I'm like, he's he's playing a pretty decent game overall. Um and I just wish he didn't get confessionals. He'd be so much more palatable if he if if it was just let's just watch Drew play the game. Right. And not explain himself. Yes. And I think that is one of my problems is he wants to come off as very uh like wise about this game. And in like it's I don't enjoy his confessionals. However, he is probably playing the best game that's not even necessarily to say he's playing an amazing game it's merely that the bar is quite low this season and so he has cleared that very low bar because there's very few other people i mean i talked about last week drew himself was like debating whether sifu had an idol just there was a bunch of stuff that drew has not done well it's just that other people have done far worse so yes and and I would say that the, the only thing about that Drew thinking Sifu had an idol has to have been, and I'm I'm probably trying to give him too much credit here, but like maybe when they split off into separate tribes, Julie and Dee became so convinced that Sifu had an idol that they told him they thought he had an idol and he was just like, okay, it doesn't add up to me, but yeah, maybe he has an idol. And that's the best that's that's the best case scenario i can read in sure <laughs> i think one thing that um we can point to that drew has done well is gotten closer to emily who has been like a swing vote several times mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i mean in this very episode we saw her come to him to talk about the women's alliance and we only saw her talk to him about it she did mention also being she said Drew and Austin that she's gotten close to, mm-hmm. but she, as far as we saw, only went and talked to Drew. Um, and then later on in the episode, I mean, not to skip ahead, but when it came to that Kelly vote out, like, oh my God, the way that these factors worked out really well. And it, it felt like Drew just had oh god it pains me a really good episode i didn't even get to the stuff about like when he was talking at katura you know like yeah ultimately he plays it as though hey katura you know you call the shot you're so important knowing like everyone (laughs) on that beach knows whose name katura is going to say it would have been like this is go ahead i was just gonna say it would have been amazing if if katura had said like Kendra, just anybody else or than D. D. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, sure, D. Yeah, well, let's <laughs> let's go. You sure you don't want Bruce? We'll circle back to this later. <laughs> um, I mean, that was really it was genuinely like uh, a lawyer asking a question because he yeah. knows the answer, right? Like, right. 
he's he's only saying like who do you think we should get because he knows the answer is bruce and bruce is absolutely someone that he's on board with targeting but it's framed in a way that makes it look like you know katura we're on board with you we're so glad that you voted with us in that like no yeah we're a dedicated it's, alliance because you chose bruce <laughs> right um yeah i mean i again it pains me but these are all things that he did well yeah he and, even he even played that off well when she did say bruce she was kind of like he was kind of like we could do that you know he, he didn't he didn't oversell the the shock <laughs> right. i mean that that is a good point because if he had pretended to be so surprised by that how could that come off as like genuine right <laughs> right, right and even katura knows everybody knows she wants him out so so yeah so i think she would have sensed that yeah um i think also you know this episode is now working out for drew in that austin's gonna have two idols as mm-hmm. of next week so there's which on the surface, it's like, oh, man, Austin has two idols. No, for Drew, probably not a bad thing because this there's now a chance that Austin with his surplus of idols will help out his, his buddy at some point or becomes a huge target because of the fact that he's got those two idols. Um, you know, and I, I think that in the near term, Bruce is still very much someone that people will want to get out and Bruce has an idol and like just... All the things about this episode really, really worked out well for Drew. Really um, did. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I think colored my perception of the episode. I I did enjoy it for the entertainment value, but uh, you oh, know, man. If, if the, here's the thing. The carpet could be pulled out from under Drew at any point, and he could fall on his face. Um, I don't think that's the story the show is telling, but there is that possibility that that he could he could end up in danger next episode, but it probably won't. But um, yeah, I think honestly, I think the show has edited Drew in a way that I think the show wants us to like Drew, and yeah. and again, I would like him if I if I just saw him playing the game. Uh, and, and never saw any of his confessionals, I'd think he's, he's doing a pretty good job out there. I'd probably be rooting for him, but just, right. yeah, just that, that the way he has of talking in his confessionals, he's very, uh, impressed with himself, I think. Is. And we had a, a commenter who was saying, you know, that, wow, this is, if Drew's the winner, this is the best light they can show him in. And I was like, you know what? I don't. I don't think we're meant to hate Drew. Right. Like I personally do not enjoy Drew, but I think they are trying to present a quote unquote likable Drew yeah. to the audience. It's just that is very much swinging and missing when it comes to me because Drew is a specific type of person that I do not enjoy right. either on TV or in real life. Right. It's it's very much a your mileage may vary situation, but yes. uh yeah, it's it's not it's not landing, but I think I see what they're doing. <laughs> However, you know who I I can't I wouldn't say that there is a specific angle being put on Bruce, but I can tell you that every week I am thinking, wow, how does Bruce keep getting worse? I disliked bruce pretty early on 
And in each episode, I'm finding more things to dislike. I don't know how it's possible. Eventually, the well should run dry. And yet, it was a Thanksgiving bounty in this episode. There was a full buffet of Bruce annoyance to choose from. Oh, the the worst part about this episode by far was how much they dangled the idea of Bruce being like a consensus vote so often and early in the episode um, that you just knew he was not going home. Like he was definitely going to win immunity and they were going to just cruelly, cruelly subvert our expectations on that. And um, the thing about Bruce, I, I certainly came into this season a little higher on Bruce because I kind of enjoyed his very weird dad joke energy uh in the early episodes but i he, a little a little of that goes a long way and and each subsequent episode like the comedy has been in wow how bad is bruce at the social aspect of the game and even that is is getting less and less interesting um and uh although it was kind of funny watching him just just totally peace out on that challenge of finding the money <laughs> i mean i think if bruce was just a an awkward dorky dad sure maybe fine but i just you know he started off this episode he's talking about jake is emotional it's like oh. hey what a stone to throw right you know <laughs> right. um yeah and the hardly giving a shit about the auction thing like oh i'm too old for this shit yeah i mean you're we're walking around looking for things, right? Yeah. It's not the most grueling competition. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there was a confessional from Drew where apparently Bruce is just always talking about the younger generation and shitting all over him. Like, oh, man, he is this guy. Yeah. And I'm just, I need him off my screen. What a, a tease. I knew right away, you know, if, if it's the first 10 minutes of the episode and we're like, okay, 100%, we're all on board. We're voting Bruce. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> gotta wait again <laughs> yeah it's 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 definitely like there were there were the elements of it that were like okay bruce isn't putting any effort into this it's funny watching the other people like finding the the tubes he's missing uh and and then him getting getting uh the the vote thing losing his vote because of the the auction ending uh that was pretty funny but yes. it was just, it's like, okay, but we need Survivor to eventually have an episode where they do this, and then that person goes home. Like, it's been a while since the Drooshbag episode. We need right. another one of those. Yes. Um, I mean, and Bruce is the type of person you could definitely do it for, because I have zero doubt that you could find content in those confessionals of Bruce talking about him being great at this game and dominating hmm. this game. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think each week I set the bar at like, you know, Bruce sucks this much. <laughs> and I, I think I get it why Katura just constantly talks about how Bruce sucks. Like, I, if, you know, she, she's I'm the- not even around this man. I'm seeing limited bits of this man. And I'm like, this is too much. Yeah. I she- mean, I could not do it. Katura is definitely the audience surrogate um, at this point, and really all along. We just we just had to listen to her in the beginning as well. Um, 
she's she's spot on. Bruce is annoying. He's <laughs> he like like you were saying last week. Uh, you and Andy were saying last week. He's got good reads, but he just does not know what to do with his information socially, and. Th- they're all on board to get rid of them. I look forward yep. to when that happens. <laughs> and we'll get to some consensus vote stuff later. But you also mentioned the events of that auction. And hey, hmm. the Survivor auction, it's back. Did you miss it? Miss is a is a strong term. But, you know, I'm happy it was back. Uh, okay. I, I, I liked seeing it. I, I used to like seeing the auction. But I... I wouldn't say, you know, it was gone and and there's definitely been times where I'm like, oh yeah, they should bring that back and fix this so that not everybody's waiting around for advantages. But the fact that they hadn't have it uh is is fine, but I'm glad to see it back. I hope they do it again, but I don't need it to be an every season thing. Right. Uh, how 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 were your feelings about it? Well, I mean, first of all, let's discuss some of those changes, right? Like, oh, what yeah. did you think of them? I'll run them down. Um, you know, we mentioned the running through the jungle cuz they're they're required they're not going to all start with the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to run through the jungle and have their chance to like they'll have some control over their game where they can get as many tubes as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, we get informed there's no advantages right at the start. And there's going to be a, you know, random number. You get at least five guaranteed. Um, and then whoever has the most money left at the end loses their vote. So what do you think of that collection of changes? And do you think this fixes the problems the auction had when they got rid of it? Um, not entirely. Um, <laughs> I think the, I think it creates a new issue. Um, the first bit with the running through the jungle and getting the, getting the tubes, uh, that was, that was good. I like that. That worked. No mm-hmm. issues there. Um, no, no advantages. Sure. That's fine. Either, either have the advantage up front and say, this is the advantage. We're going to get this out of the way or don't have an advantage. Great. Perfect. That's fine. The bit about losing the vote. Um, you know, these, these, this cast, this cast figured out how to how to game that immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> like within three or four purchases or bids or whatever um they just started oh i'll just bid all my money on this one thing and then it just became a series of okay well now you know uh kelly you're the next highest julie you're the next highest. exactly and, and so you can tell how that auction is going to play out by seeing who the leaderboard is yeah exactly and so it's just like you're down to like Bruce with like to be fair, Bruce came into it with eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily had uh, would have been the next on the block because she bet something like four forty instead of five hundred on whatever she outbid Katora on, and it's like, why would you do that? Why would you leave yourself with sixty dollars? And then after that, nobody else did. Um, so so yeah, that that's where. Like, clearly, they figured it out, just bid all the money, and then that sucks all the drama out of it. The only drama is, when is somebody going to get hit? And right. and if that number, instead of 10, was, what, uh, 12? They, nobody would have lost their vote, or ev- everybody <laughs> would have. I don't know how that would have worked. Yeah, not clear. <laughs> 
Um, we did not cover that contingency. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I did kind of like that they had to go the find the the non-functional trees or NFTs, as I call them. Yeah, uh, yes. You know, which are just they're worth money. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but um, as as we found out when they got to the auction, worth less than they anticipated. Oh, what you you don't say? <laughs> um, yeah. So I did enjoy that as a a tweak to this auction. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think they were close in that I get like the, the risk thing where you want to, you know, have someone have some risk for not spending their money. However, I think what you tell them is that the advantage, there is one advantage and it will be the last item. Hmm. And you say this because then you're making people have some risk, right? Like they want to hold out their money because they want to get the advantage at the end, but also you don't want to be the person that bids on that and loses because you'll have the next highest amount of money and you will lose your vote. Mm. Like, there you go. That's the slightest little tweak. And I think that makes the auction that much better, right? Take that and run with it. Survivor right. That's yours for free. Or at least, or at least have an advantage at some point later in that um, questionable zone of when, you know, like the first five are guaranteed, everything else right. is not guaranteed. There's going to be an advantage, but it won't be until the not guaranteed section of the game. Right. Uh, so that, you know, if they don't know that the last one is the advantage, they maybe they roll the dice a little more. I don't know. Right. I mean, I think the only time, well, no, you because you wouldn't know the number that's going to come up. So it, honestly, it could be six. It could be right. the very first right. thing, right? So. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think that there's just with a little bit of tweaking, like this format would be just fine. Yeah. Um, although I, I did think, cause I was watching, I was like, Oh my God, $500 French fries. Thanks to Biden. <laughs> so <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, with the inflation. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess I enjoyed that the auction was back. It's fine. I'm not super invested in seeing them get food or whatever um and i guess to some degree there is strategy in the the bidding in this one because as you pointed out like emily why would you even leave a small bit of money on the board it's like seemed, that's just not gonna work out for you it seemed like a terrible idea but you know and yet it worked it did work you know and and you you talked about thanking joe biden i was at a liberal survivor auction and were you? there were people whispering about inflation and yes. and some people clapped about when uh, they did did they point out that they are definitely democrats though yes they were they were definitely it was a liberal survivor auction yeah that oh that makes sense yes okay uh, this sounds like a very true and valid story that actually happened and you should share that on social media oh yeah on all the social media platforms i'm yes I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna right. repost it on my Both own thing too yeah those owned by fascists and those owned by you know other fascists yeah, like you like have options lesser fascists yeah okay. <laughs> all right let's pivot back to some survivor here um hey speaking of the auction which did you think was more successful the return of the women's alliance or the auction hmm that's a woof um, I, I, I'm going to go, right? I'm going to go with the auction. Uh, although, you know, let's just say the, the women's alliance has a chance 
to to reform and and get Bruce out. So there's there's a possibility that it could still happen. So I'm not going to I'm not going to rule it out, but it did not it did not bode well in the initial stages. And here's the thing that women's alliance certainly can look like it's reforming in order to take out Bruce. But the reality will be that it is just the Reba 4 plus Emily <laughs> yeah. that is taking out Bruce and Katura and Kendra are going along for the ride. Yeah, there's there's definitely that piece of it. It certainly seems to be uh, the women's alliance that Drew is manipulating to his own ends. <laughs> right. It's just it's this weird thing. We're like, hey, look, our interests align again. What are the odds? <laughs> um, oh, that Drew. Yeah, the, this episode, as I said, just worked out so well for him because, you know, Bruce being immune then gives them the chance to get rid of Kelly in this episode. It's just there were so many things that mm. just were handed to him on a platter. Um, but let's talk about yeah, Kelly, yes. by the way. Speaking of because, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I, it felt to me like a complete 180 from last week. Like I, I felt like we heard her praising, not praising being glad that she has Bruce as her number one ally and and like was this an entirely different person are we like are we retconning that did that actually not happen last week I feel like I'm being gaslit by her yes <laughs> as to what okay I need to I need to talk about this okay let's see so last week I I made a comment on the board that I didn't want to give the show credit but I'll, I'll do it now. Last week, the show juxtaposed, and I don't know if it was like right up against each other or or who went first, but it was like Emily talking about how she didn't want to stick her neck too far out for Caleb to protect him because it might be an albatross for her own game. And they juxtaposed that with Kelly saying that, Bruce is her number one. She needs him in the game. She can manage him till the end. Uh, no one's going to vote for Bruce. He He's someone who will enhance her game by being there. And I thought, hmm, interesting. That's, that's, uh, that's an interesting, you know, comparison between the two. I wonder which one will, will be proven correct. Um, and then, you know, Caleb went home. And uh, then not even, what, 12 hours later, we get a confessional from Kelly saying, Bruce is a total anchor around my neck uh, and he's dragging my game down and I need to get rid of him. Okay. However, you know, it's just it's just too bad. You didn't have the opportunity to do that at the last tribal count. Oh, wait. Yes, you did. Right. That was actually an option. Yeah. Just 24 hours ago. Yeah, not even 24 hours ago. And and suddenly she's like, I can't deal with Bruce anymore. I want him gone. And it's like, you you had a choice, Kelly. You were you were the pivotal person who could have decided which way that went. And you chose wrong. And that's not the first time she's done that. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is. Almost any other vote she had made last week would have been better. She could have taken out Bruce. She could have taken out Drew. Drew. Yeah. Like, Sifu. All of those would have been fine. Sifu was the dumbest possible option for her, and that was the one she went with. Yeah, and and if Sifu had been in the game, like, I will say that, that this episode, I don't think Kelly necessarily did anything incorrectly 
that caused her to be booted. However, the choices she made last week certainly didn't help her. Um, and I don't know if Sifu would necessarily have been the target, but maybe people were annoyed by him too. I, I think he would have been a more appealing target than Kelly, uh, in this instance, at least. <laughs> and I think it, here you could have also probably, you know, if you're going to go after some of those Reba four, if Sifu's around, well, I guess if you'd taken out Drew, then never mind, you wouldn't be going after him. Hmm. Um, so yeah, if never mind, disregard that <laughs> one. I'll, I'll start over. So, um, I think last week's vote, you're right for her sort of set her on this path and yeah. it's in this episode. Could she have done much? Not necessarily. She could have won immunity, which yeah. is what Bruce did. And I think genuinely Bruce would have been the vote if he hadn't. So Again, that was out of her control, it, with the exception of she could have voted him out last week. Then he definitely couldn't have won immunity this week. That's right. And so I, yeah. it just, it's just, it's kind of em- emblematic of how I have viewed Kelly throughout the game, at least from the sandwich amulet fiasco onto, onto, onto this, where she has positioned herself to be in the middle in deciding uh vote of of all these things and every time she does she chooses wrong yes she does and everyone was praising her what you know to my limited view it seemed like people were praising her on on the board uh and i just didn't see it and and i still don't see it i i get if people like her that's that's fine but i did not see the kelly is really good at this um so so yeah, and I feel like I'm <laughs> I've been a little vindicated by that. <laughs> she yeah, I, we should reiterate like with her gone like now the stupid amulet thing is an idol. Yeah. <laughs> like right. and so <laughs> it's just a whole lot of bad play on her part. But I mean again, I think that's kind of been the standard of this season. Oh, for so sure. It's not for sure. super surprising. It's it's been people should listen to Austin. Austin makes good points and he's been ignored Do ignore Austin at your peril. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the man, he spoke highly of sandwiches. He was not incorrect. No. Um, and ultimately sandwiches have gotten their revenge. So yes, good for them. Um, would you say in this episode, the voting out Kelly was the right move or the rightest move? Um, I don't think it was, the worst move for sure. Mm, uh, well, that wasn't an option. Oh, so. you're, you're right. You're right. Okay. So, so I'll say, um, it was the right move, but I don't, I can't think of what would have been the rightest move. So, so I, I think it was a nice old school throwback to the original Fiji season where they, they're just like, well, why don't we just take out, uh, whatever that guy's name is instead. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, that 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 was basically all Drew was proposing here, and it was a smart play. Um, 
But who who else would they have gotten rid of? Uh, yeah, no one. Yeah, no, okay. Kelly so was I, the right one. Kelly she was, was absolutely. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, right. right. For, for the Reba 4, for sure. Because yes. she, she's one of those people who, she is going to try to play the middle. I think the only other person who's who potentially could try to play the middle like that is Emily. But Emily's currently working with you, you know? Right. So, so um, yeah, yeah, this is a good move. Yeah, I mean. Ultimately, it's it's all the stuff I was mentioning about Drew earlier, right? I mean, it's, yeah. this does not work out well for me, viewer. However, I think if we're talking about the perspective of that Reba 4, which does seem like the protagonists of the season, like, absolutely, everything about this vote was fantastic. Yeah. And you still have Bruce around a target. Mm-hmm. You can split the votes between Bruce and Jake that works with the women's alliance thing. Like you got mm-hmm. rid of one of the women this week. Like so you, all of these things. You've weakened great. a potential women's alliance, but also I would say even maybe potentially strengthened a women's alliance because Kelly to me seems like someone who all along wants to play the middle, which would have made her the perfect candidate for season 43. Um but <laughs> But she's not on season 43. She's on season 45, which people are, according to Jake, actually playing Survivor. So there you have it. Um, but, uh, I think, I think the, the women's alliance, if it does reform, would actually be stronger without Kelly in it. I mean, possibly. Maybe. Yeah. I I guess (laughs) I could see the logic. Um, I don't know how committed, like, Katura wants to get rid of Bruce. Obviously, she wants to win. Mm-hmm. I don't think she cares about it being women's alliance. It's like, oh, here's a, a just a simple way for me to get allies because I don't think she has any strong allies in the game from th- what we've seen. Right. I think I think maybe Katura and Kendra are close, but I don't. I haven't seen any evidence of that in the last like you know five episodes. Um, sure. But uh, Katura getting involved with the Reba group also is interesting because it's like it's like they have Emily and now they have Katura. Well, they can just kind of pick off everybody. Yeah, in in theory, and I think yeah. honestly that's that's how it's going to work because there's enough people that are in their sphere that are like you know they're acquaintances. Yeah, they're like yeah. they're probably going with you, but that it, there's enough of them that like. Uh, you don't even necessarily need all of them. You just need some of them to vote with you. And then it, at a certain point, you've got the numbers regardless, which is basically this point. Right. Um, they have one more week in, in theory, but it's basically now. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I thought it was interesting that when um, Katora was talking with them, like D wasn't there. So it was just it was Austin and Drew, but it was also Julie. So it was like, do they understand that there is an actual solid four? Or do no. they think there's just a configuration of some of them? I think it's, I don't think they realize how tight that four seemingly is. Yeah. I think they just, probably they don't interact with them all as a group. And so, you know, they'll go talk to Julie and Dee at the same time and be like, hey, would you guys be on board with this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to also go talk to uh, like Austin and Drew about this. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. It, and, you know, if you're doing it that way, are you necessarily going to pick up on them? Who knows? Yeah. So it's interesting to watch uh, a little bit. <laughs> the The difference here is that people couldn't tell how close these Reba 4 seem to be. But they seemingly could tell that, like, Bruce 
and Kelly were like tightly aligned, at least according to Bruce. Kelly oh, yeah. does claim that Bruce just walks around talking about his best friend, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, Kelly, my number one. We're so tight. And then like it, it seemingly made it clear to everyone else that she and Bruce were working together. Um, like, I think ultimately what happened to Kelly is just like you learn the, the lesson here that you also learn in life. If you surround yourself with people who suck, <laughs> others will judge you for it. Oh, yeah. And in this case, they were like, well, in theory, we could take out Jake. But also, Bruce has been telling us this is his number one ally. Let's get rid of her, too. Uh, just, you know? just one of the many ways in which Bruce is a fantastic survivor player. And he is. <laughs> he's just, yeah. It's it's a like a weird subset of Rupert gameplay that he's got going on here. Mm. Just, it's, I don't know. Speaking it's of, not great. Speaking of Rupert gameplay, uh, mm. can, can we talk about Jake and his... Um, my idol i mean play an idol mm. comment <laughs> it's it's like the the rock in the pocket yeah of, basically uh, modern tribal council that's right and it and it worked it seemed to work uh were you fooled by it because i absolutely was not fooled by it for a second <laughs> i was not i i thought that the show would have shown it to us if he did indeed find an idol I, um, i figured this was one where they'd let us in on that maybe and they've done they've They've done the tricky edits before, but they have, but it just didn't feel like this was the week for that. No, but I will say Jake didn't have to fool me. He just had to fool some of these people, which maybe not the, the task that, uh, I'm (laughs) imagining it to be. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately it didn't matter. I think they'd kind of already decided to do Kelly. Oh yeah, Um, uh, absolutely. So, you know, it, clearly the people who thought that this was going to be a Jake vote were also blindsided in that. Yeah. Um, and the re before only needed themselves plus Emily, I guess. Um, so it worked out for them. And yeah, I think Jake, it, it was at least enjoyable to me to watch Jake in this episode. He is entertaining. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. I mean, we talked in, um, or he talked, I should say, in the beginning of the episode about his uh, like need to patch things up with Julie, and he like swung and missed last week, and he's got to like make up for it. And it's like, okay, he at least understands, and I do understand too when he was talking about he doesn't want votes dictated to him; he wants to play. Sure, yes, yeah, because I think that sort of ties into what he eventually gets into at tribal council, which is uh, why are all the votes like unanimous why why are we just dogpiling as he called it mm. every single vote that that like bravo jake yes i hope people listen to him um because that that is one of the kind of the the overriding feelings of the past few seasons of the show is like everybody's got to just be unanimous all the time but all that does is help the people who are at the front stay in the front. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're getting everybody to believe that they're not on the bottom, which isn't going to work out well. It's going to keep giving us these unanimous unanimous votes, and the people on the bottom are not going to realize that they can't make any counter moves whatsoever. Right. 
I mean, Jake did try to, you know, tried to to make some moves, tried to patch things up with Julie. That didn't that didn't really go well. <laughs> right. And I mean, he did the only other option left to him or options left to him, which were a search for an idol, which mm-hmm. obviously didn't work out and B play his shot in the dark, which also did not work did, out. Didn't. But, you yeah. know, good for him for for taking the swings. Yeah. Um, and I think the problem is that some of this is just the game design that's forcing the conservative play, right? Like, oh yeah, I think Probst has a podcast to what one of our commenters very generously listens to and then reports back on Such a for hero. us because I'm a not hero. listening to that thing. Hero. He is. Um, so anyway, I guess Probst keeps reiterating that they the the theme that they want to have for the new era of Survivor post forty is dangerous fun right Mm -hmm. but like i think at a certain point if you're telling people oh this is going to be dangerous fun the first thing you do when you get on a roller coaster is you put on your harness or seatbelt or whatever right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and i think that's exactly what these players tend to do they're like okay you're going to just keep throwing twists and risks and things like that at us well i'm going to play the absolute most conservative game that i possibly can because once you start adding risk to my plate, like I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to get caught, right? Like yeah. I'm, if, if you keep adding risks, well, uh, I'm going to do the safest possible thing for me and take no risk so that I can safely take on risk later and be fine. Right. It encourages doing nothing. It encourages players playing like, um, Tommy played that season that he won, um, right. We don't want Tommy <laughs> in so many ways. Yeah, I, and I think the problem is like the the way you set it up when you make the game like this is you're having the game play the players instead of vice versa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like don't dictate to them that they should not be taking risks it, and things like that. And Andy had Andy and I had talked about this a long time ago, right? Like with. I think it was in that same season that Tommy won. <laughs> you you find an idol or like a mysterious note and you're like, not supposed to take it? There was no basis for that in any of the prior seasons of the show. Of course you would do that. And now it's established. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. And, right? and at that point in time, I remember it was like total bullshit. <laughs> because it was, there was never an instance in the course of Survivor's history where you would not want to grab some random trinket with a note on it in the jungle. And like, it, it seems like every the, time. Yeah. And it seems like now they've retconned that so that if you watched these new era seasons and then you went back and watched that horrible, horrible season. Um, that no one should. <laughs> no one should ever, ever watch. Um that you would be like, oh, yeah, of course. Why would you pick that up? Like, that would be the reaction. Like, you're watching all these people grabbing these these advantages and stuff and just being like, why are they doing that so willy-nilly uh, and carefree? Um, and and so they've, they've basically, like, made it so that now your best bet is to just, you know, see what twists come your way and see who's left standing at the end of them. Like... Even in this season, we saw Austin being like, uh, no, let's not go for the potential advantage thing. Like, right. I just I don't want to take like because he at that point already has an idol. And Mm -hmm. so normally he'd be encouraged to play a safer game anyway, because like he can then extend the usage of his idol like he 
he knows he can't vote if he wants. So, yeah, he wants that conservative game where everyone's making a unanimous vote because then he can safely hold back his vote and thus get a stronger idol. Sure. But like but all of these things are just encouraging. It's, like I don't think they're designed that way. I think genuinely when the producers come up with this game, they're thinking like, oh, let's make this show exciting and you know we'll introduce new wrinkles every week and no one will know what to expect but the problem is in not knowing to what to expect they're then planning for the worst and doing the least right they're they're not planning for specific wrinkles but they are planning for the wrinkles and twists to happen and they just don't know what they're going to be so they play a more conservative game as a result because they need to mitigate the risk from these unknown twists Right. If everything that probes tells you, and we saw Kelly saying something in this episode about how like, oh, you know, we always know to expect that, you know, there's there's something more to it. There is a twist. There's there's something else. Right. That we're not yet knowing. And yeah, I mean, I get the instinct in that situation to be like, ah, I I like the way the game is going right now. I don't want to rock the boat because the boat might get rocked for me next week. Right. You know, like I I think especially with someone like Austin now, he's got two idols, you know, in previous seasons, like if, if it's Tony with two idols, that man is going on. It's his playground. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Now he can just, just throw the risk around everywhere. Like we, this is so fun. I'm, I'm going to like, do the most insane things I can in this particular iteration of survivor. Like why would you, why would you not just hold on to that idol, wait for the moment where it's completely safe to play it on your, completely reasonable to play it on yourself and then do so. Yeah. And it's like, if he can hold on to it till final six, even better, but, but yeah, he's not going to make any drastic uh, decisions because he's definitely not Tony. He'll make rational, well thought out decisions that will Which, be will be completely understandable and completely boring TV. There you go. <laughs> and that's the problem It's like, which it makes total sense to do that, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to fault him. It is the most reasonable thing to do. It's not the most fun thing to do. <laughs> so this dangerous fun concept is leaving out one of the two elements, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> like, I want the fun part. And, and even the, it's, the danger is really not there anymore. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just kind yeah, of like the, the quote unquote danger yeah. that he's referring to is more like you're going to lose your vote. Yeah. Like people, people need to be able to like actually play the game to experience danger in this game. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about too how the the post merge vote and your split like you don't ever get to see the traditional things you'd want like people interacting within that big group like here was a vote where it happened right and then as soon as next week there's some other twist to the game that we're in it's like okay yep uh, now a bunch of people aren't going to be voting like well <laughs> i don't know what to expect now so again like for all these players they're going to be like, oh, this is a huge risk. And then I'm going to do the safe thing. Like, well, if we can just all vote for the same person, it'll be fine. I would bet with some degree of certainty that next week is pretty close to unanimous vote again. I, I would think so. I mean, it's going to be, what, six people voting, if that? 
Um, because Jeff sure loves taking votes away from people for some reason. Uh, He's a regular Joe Biden, am I right? I can't <laughs> oh, even pretend. Boy, that one was, no. Oh, um, ouch. It hurt to even <laughs> pretend, I'm telling you. All right. So anyway. <laughs> I, I, I will say that that I don't understand Jeff's obsession with removing votes from people. Like, once in a while, sure. But they they do that. They go to that well a lot. Uh, right. And, and – I, you know what? Well, he should go to instead. Just be Oprah and just you get a vote. You yeah, get a vote. Yeah, just everybody start sprinkling gets a vote. out some extra votes. Yeah, yeah everyone gets so two fun. votes. That, try that one season. Let's see what happens when everybody gets two votes. I mean, that would be the same as everybody having one vote. But no, that's why you can't do everybody gets two votes. Oh, okay, like four people get two votes, but they don't know that only four of them are getting two votes. But they, yeah, they don't know that they're the only one. They think right. they're the only one getting votes, but they're not. I don't know if that would. These are. These are all terrible ideas. I feel like this is a great audition for us to be producers on the let's show. Let's pitch it. Like, let's 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 do this. Um, I think I should point out the show's email address is purplerockpodcast at gmail.com. So when they want to send us those employment contracts, that's where you can just send it. Just, okay. I, you know, I will tell you this. Don't try to negotiate with me, Survivor. Come in with your best offer. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because we will not take any low ball. Uh, exactly. We'll take ball grooming, but not low ball. I, I will take a sponsorship for sure. <laughs> um, All right. So I, I did. I do want to say though that uh, I, I, I forget what I was going to say. Something about jo- <laughs> oh, oh, I jokingly said that w- along with the three people losing their vote, that only those three people would be up for elimination. Will be the second half of that of what Jeff oh, says no. there. Um, but, but I. I'm not going to put it past them. I think <laughs> there may only be three people up for elimination. Right. And it it is possible. Like, it just, that's the problem is that it's starting to not be the game that I want to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you're, you're changing the game a little too much. And I don't mind tweaks to the game. I think that's important and, and healthy for the show and the game itself because you want to stay ahead of the players. But there is such thing as running too far ahead of the players. Definitely. And, and the thing about it is, too, is, I'm enjoying this season. Like the 90 minute episodes, they're, they've really, I, I feel like it's benefited the show, especially in the pre-merge. We, I feel like I knew who everybody was and where they stood to a much larger extent than I usually do. But the way that the show is insisting it go, uh, that I, I don't, I don't have high hopes for the rest of the season, but right. I'm rooting for Katora. Uh, and I, I guess I'm rooting for Austin now that the sandwich thing is done. Uh, a lot of it is a lot of the Austin appeal is gone for me, but, but, uh, I guess I'm rooting for them as, uh, out of, out of everybody else. Uh, and that's about it for me. <laughs> well, I have bad news for you because there's no way Katura is winning. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, 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 and so yeah. I hope you're. <laughs> going to get more excited about Austin as the season goes on. I, I will. I will because I won't have any other choice. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, the the best that I can hope for next week is again, I guess I just have to accept this re-before is a thing and is going to dictate the end game of the season. So the best that I can hope for is next week. Maybe we just get rid of the annoying people. Yeah. Like, give me Bruce or Kendra. Mm-hmm. And fine. Yeah. I, I know that it's too much to ask for Drew. <laughs> so you give me one of those two instead. Fine. Yeah. I will be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. And then that would that would keep my enjoyment afloat 
for a few more weeks anyway. That's right. Um, all right. Anything else you're expecting next week? Um, I'm expected to be annoyed by things Jeff says. <laughs> I'm going to be annoyed by things Bruce says. Oh, things that I yeah, didn't that know about Bruce previously that will then I will learn and be disappointed slash angered. Yeah. About. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. That is a thing that I get to tune in for every week. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. And he'll probably play his idol if he senses he's in danger. Oh, great. And honestly, he should sense that he's in danger. <laughs> so, all right. Um, you can find all the content for our podcast at purplerockpodcast.com. And you can also find our fantasy game there. I guess there's some people covering some sort of survivor where they talk with accents that aren't a Bostonian accent. Hmm. Um, so you can find that on our site. You can email us, as I mentioned earlier, purple rock podcast at gmail.com. Don't even bother with the socials. I think there's, you know, in theory, some people that are on our socials, not going to acknowledge them. They don't deserve my praise. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, just, I guess I have a SoundCloud, uh, monkey bastard hands. Um, it's from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. If you've not watched that show, I recommend that. Uh, maybe watch that instead of Survivor. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what a bold take. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have anything else to plug. Um, yeah, just You know what def- I will plug then? I, I, I will say before you plug the theme music, I will say uh, I would like <laughs> to – I, I would like to say, you know, Dunkin's. Let's go down to Dunkin's. Get ourselves some coffee. It's good it's- stuff. Eh, I don't know. You you had to throw like a pack or a hada in there. I mean, the, definitely you want the Duncan for sure. Um. Anyway, yeah, I told as, you I'm not as, I'm not good at it. I'm 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 Northern Mass. I, I don't have much of an accent. It's it's just so disappointing. Yeah, you do. You are still a masshole, though. I am. I am proud <laughs> of right. it. All right. Uh, that said. Yes, let's hit that theme music that I teased earlier. Okay. This is the copyright-free outro to the purple.